Hello and welcome to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. As always, this is your host, Paris Grant, coming to you with everything financial. Yes, I am back in town. I am back from my business trip in Texas. I am back down in Miami, the homeland. And I got a good episode for you guys. This one's going to be a little bit more niche. I usually try to go more general, try to, you know, target millennials as a whole. But this is for the millennials specifically trying to start their own business. And while we all have big dreams, we all want to be up there at the top. And I really genuinely believe that we all can. You have to start small. So this is kind of more specifically even for those who are starting the business out of their house, garage, you know, selling shirts or lawn mowing services. I have a story about that, actually. Like, you know, people who are starting from the bottom up, because I genuinely believe that the most organic way I this is just a personal belief, but that the most organic way to build a business is from the bottom up from zero to 100 Um, when I was at this conference, I was meeting and networking with a lot of other millennials, a lot of other people who are kind of not just like me, but, you know, we have a lot of similarities, people who share the same kinds of ambition. And there's a lot of people who want to be business owners who are trained and they're really good on, you know, the concepts of business. But when it comes to finances specifically, because they personally don't know a lot about finance, because you'd be surprised how many business majors are not that financially literate. They still take with them some of the same kinds of uh, pitfalls into their business that they do in their personal finances. So I'm trying to kind of rectify that and help you make your business more profitable. I want to go ahead and say thank you guys for 2K. I hit 2K over the weekend. Um, the second one thousand, the first one thousand is definitely the hardest because you guys have been listening to and been eating these episodes up. So I thank each and every one of you. And if there's ever anything you guys want to hear about on the show, make sure to uh, hit me up on all social media. Links will be provided at the end of the show. But without further ado, let's get right into it. Um, I think for a business to be profitable, the infrastructure, the foundation of it has to be set in place to make it so that you even know when it is profitable. And Something that I'm, uh, uh, I guess, tactic that I use to do this is, or something I would say to go do is not to use your own money. Try not to commingle your own finances into your business. Uh, I think depending on the nature of your business, maybe some startup capital, like you put in a hundred or a thousand, but you put in one flat number and say this is how much is this is however much is going into it. But even then, I'd say if you can try to go for as low a number as possible. Try to put in the minimum you need to be able to get it started and then let it generate profit on its own. And the reason for this is that. A lot of people tend to confuse it and a lot of entrepreneurs want to kind of live off their income. And that's kind of the purpose of building up a side hustle. But by commingling your finances, especially if you work at a job and you're building a business on the side, commingling them might lead you to believe it's more profitable than it really is. And or like, you know, you won't know when you're losing money. Like it just kind of makes it one separate thing. And that way you understand the business is like its own separate entity. And while personal brand is good, I think the separation of finances is really important, especially for measuring whether or not it's profitable. Um, some ways you can go do this are you can open up a sole proprietorship, uh, just a simple checking account. It's pretty simple. Uh, whatever bank you go to should be able to assist you with it as long as you know what you're asking for. And you can do what's called a DBA, uh, doing business as, and then insert whatever the name of your company is there. It's just, it'll be connected to your regular checking account. So you'll be able to see it and like monitor it the same way, but you'll know that any income you make is going into it and any expenses you have to pay for your business are going out of that. Not your own money, but that because you don't want to get mixed up where you're paying down because you want to think of it like this. 
would you pay for would you pay somebody else's bills for them or you know would you steal money from uh would you steal money from a business to pay your own bills that's kind of the mindset you want to have so yeah income in expenses out personal brand important but not personal finances um ideally i think you know starting a business that can be profitable uh immediately is the best kind of business but for those of you who are going to be in kind of the service industry um i'm going to provide you a little story about some guy that i met out in texas I, his name was john i have his business card but i don't remember his last name i wish i could shout him out i, I might do it on the uh on the Instagram. So go check out for that later on. But he was telling me that, you know, he moved into this place and he had a lawnmower inside his garage. But then where he was, they got like free lawn service or something like that. So then he had this lawnmower just in his backyard, just like in his garage, just collecting dust. So he was like, I'm gonna go start mowing other people's lawns because I guess they didn't have the same kind of lawn care. I'm not really sure what the situation was. But, you know, he still needed to fix the battery for it. And I don't know how he thought of this at such a young age because he was like 12 or 14. But instead of paying, oh, I think he actually just did not have the money to do it. But he was like, okay, he went up to somebody, he was like, I'll mow your lawn for 20 bucks. I said, like, whatever. And then the person, and but he was like, I need the money up front though. So he used the $20 that he got to go fix the battery and then went to go mow the lawn. And that kind of mindset is what I'm talking about where you might need some, if it's possible, get money up front. If you need to put in your own money, that's uh, do so only in the beginning, but try to scale off of that because that's a good way to start scaling it and being able to like, when you can know where you're starting from, you're able to scale it to where you want it to be. Um, but if, you know, if, if you're in something like the, I mean, I guess service industry, like my pot, like uh, if, if something in the service industry I, it might be a little bit different. Uh, try to use the information that I'm giving, however it applies to you, because I can't cater to every individual niche situation. Um, but something else that you can, uh, when you start making some money, when you start seeing some profit, when you know your expenses are low and you have money to spend, I'd say something really good is uh, for exposure, getting ads. Um, we're in a time now where Google is everyone's best friend. I think Gary Vee just said in some Instagram, uh, some Instagram rant that Google is your mother now. Like, don't call anybody for help. Just look it up on Google because it's that easy. But because of that, we all know the Internet is where we all go to find out about anything. So investing in online paid advertising could be a really good uh, investment for you, for your business that can help you ultimately become more profitable. Now, within this, I could do a whole other episode because there's a lot of different kinds of uh, ad styles. There's pay per click. There's pay per acquisition, pay per download. There's so many different ones. So do your own research beforehand. Don't just pick one. But that granted exposure can help drive more people to your website, to your business page, whatever it is. But you want to have more people knowing about you so you have ultimately more customers so you have more people buying. And I think that and I think that uh, a lot of people like overlook this or don't think that they don't take their business that seriously because it's starting small. But doing things like that, like more people will be able to go buy whatever it is you're selling. They'll be able to go um you know, look at your artwork if you're selling artwork. They'll look at your shirts if you're selling shirts. They'll look at your podcast page if you if you have a podcast. I haven't done online paid advertising, but it's on my list of things to invest in within my business. But uh, yeah, stuff like that, that kind of feedback, uh, search and en- engine optimization. I should actually do an episode on just uh, advertising for businesses. But get on the internet. Get your business on the internet. Start taking it seriously. It is a business, and you if you're doing it, be serious about it. Take it in stride. You know, uh, Apple, Google, Amazon, all these companies start super small and then they scale their way up. So that's what it's all about. 
And you can look at that as an investment within your own business. Um, something also, I mean, it's what I just did is networking. Networking is a really big deal. Invest in business cards. Um, get more people to know about your business so that you can ultimately, for the same reason, have more customers be able to sell. And also, you'll be able to leverage your personal brand and your personality. So people might not even be buying it just because they, they actually get value from it, but just because they want to help you out. And I think that that's because people buy on emotion, not logic. But also looking and then you can use networking to find sponsors the way that i make money from this podcast and yes i do make money from this podcast is i get money from uh my sponsor the ad you guys listen to at the beginning of every show is my sponsor yes anchor so thank you guys for listening to that um and then i also have listener supporters people who fund the people who directly uh support the show and they give me and they uh send funds to be able to and if you're interested in becoming a listener supporter if you're getting any sort of value um you can go hit the link in any of my uh any of my social media pages and we'll take you to the website where you can decide to become a listener supporter you could do it for as low as 99 cents a month um every bit counts i try not to ask but if you didn't know where to go do it that's how and if you get any value from the show if you like if this has helped you in any way shape or form and hopefully it has helped you save a little bit more money hopefully more than a dollar a month then you could use that extra dollar a month to help support the show but that's completely up to you i just like doing this uh for fun really well not for fun but you know whatever past that no loans i believe this is a personal finance rule and i think this should also be applied to businesses do not look for loans do not i try not to be in the red you know stock if you're talking about like you know sales being the red black whatever i try not to be in the red try not to take out loans because that's just extra debt added to your business and that and then that can lead you to want to commingle and want to use your own finances to pay it off or it could lead to the death of your business. I think especially when starting out small, you want to try to focus more on scale than like, you know, just like this explosive growth. A lot of people, they're like, if I get $10,000 from somebody, I can use that to buy that uh, buy that much more shirts. And then like, you know, it becomes this whole trading thing like, oh, I pay this, but I'm gonna make that. And you can, but I believe for like the organic purposeful growth that I'm talking about, you want to just focus more on scaling and how how you can add more value because that those practices and the principles that you end up installing to be able to make it to that point are going to help you immensely in the long run because if you think to yourself every time you need to drive up to get more money is you know go into more debt then i mean that can lead into a slippery slope a vicious circle so focus more on starting small and growing fast another good tactic to use is actually prepare a profit and loss statement a lot of people just look at the balance and they say my balance in my business account isn't negative and yes i mean it kind of does tell a story but try to do a profit loss statement and that's just like literally tracking your expenses uh your income oh somebody paid ten dollars for a shirt so then i had to go pay nine dollars for shipping for something but then somebody bought three shirts for 30 and you keep on going back and forth and then you'll be able to kind of see like where your money's going and be able to track your habits so a lot of the personal finance uh, habits that I try to teach within the show are very applicable to a business, but you just have to remember to think of your business as separate. All right. Um, get more on the topic of my personal opinion on business. I think that if you're going into business because you want to make some money and you want to like, you know, get rich or have a, have a business support you because you don't believe in having like, I guess, the traditional work life, more power to you. And I think that's really good. And I feel like people like that tend to be more... Uh, they tend to be like you know a little bit more of a hustlers, 
uh, and I like that energy that they usually give off. Like they're really serious about it because they kind of have to be. And the way that they look at business to me is really interesting. But the way that I really believe in uh, building businesses, and this is just personally, is when you start a business for the sake of helping others. I met somebody. Uh, I met this girl out there. Damn, I have all the business cards, but I don't have them with me. I'll try to shout her out in the show as well. But she was talking about how she's really involved at her church in her neighborhood. And then she wants to be able to start a real estate business so she can employ everyone in her church so that they will never have to work on Sundays. It's like, kind of like a Chick-fil-A sort of thing. And I think that that kind of growth, that kind of like reason for building a business is so powerful and so impactful. And I think that that really provides other people with the drive. So while other people have like that kind of... They're more on the aggressive, like, I'm pushing my way up. These people tend to kind of, like, you know, climb their way up a little bit slower, but it's a lot more purposeful, and they're less likely to kind of lose steam or burn out because they're not doing it for themselves. They're doing it for someone else. And that's the reason why I started this podcast is because I have a, I've been in the trenches. I've been the person who needs this podcast. So I always try to make sure that I'm adding value and if I could get to a point where financial literacy is taught in schools or financial literacy is just something that everyone just always knows and I can help to contribute towards that movement, I would that I mean, I'd be happy. So that's why I have the podcast. Uh, and I would just and if you got any value out of the show, uh, I mean, of course, please subscribe, leave a rating review, be as honest as possible, please, please, please. Uh, social media. I have I just made a Facebook page. I. Instagram is at the M2M podcast and Twitter is at the M2M podcast. Um, I'm going to link it inside the show notes. so You can go look at it through there. Copy paste. Thank you guys all for listening to the show. I have plenty more content for you. Big things are popping. I love you all. And I hope that this has helped someone some somewhere out there with their business. And of course, I can't forget that here on the Millennial to Millionaire podcast, we don't keep it 100 We keep it one million. Thank you, guys.